different crew. You heard me. And um, I just want to let everyone know that the crew is amazing. Um, I'm going to allow the crew to reintroduce themselves. Their name is Hove, uh, H to the OV. <laughs> yeah, yo, we up in here, y'all. I'm excited about today's show. I don't know about nobody else, but I'm excited because at the end of the day, man, uh, it's the relaunch of the Chew on That. And I have an amazing special guest who, um, you know, I cannot wait uh, to have on the line. But before I get into introducing the special guest and all that, I want to give a shout out to the big homie, the big brother, Zoe Williams. He the one that mentored me into doing all this radio stuff. He's out there in, uh, around Hollywood, should we say. Um, tonight, when my show ends, he'll be on 5150 show with Corey Holcomb, comedian guy. He's another big bro I got. Cool cats, man. He put me on the game, mentored me through this. He was the one that told me everyone wanted me to come back, so I did it. Um, plus, I missed radio outside of the FBI messing with me. Shout out to them, too. Um, Want to introduce my new co-host to everyone. I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves, and you go ahead and start it off. Hey, it's your boy, Christopher J. Um, I'm actually honored to be on this. You know, uh, My big brother, my uncle, best friend. Uh, Mr. Chew on that, Mr. Smack your mother. You better not touch mine, stove. <laughs> I'm proud to be on the show. Yeah, um, got a lot of a lot of things to look forward to. Uh, uh prayerfully, everything be informative, have some fun, you know what I'm saying, some laughs, and uh, get to know everybody, whether you're calling in or, or just want to speak your mind. Okay, okay, and then we have a young lady. See, all in all my radio shows. I've always had a female co-host. This one is different, though. This one is actually younger than me. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the world. I'm Danny. Um, I'm really excited to be on the show. I'm glad these two reached out to me. So I'm excited to learn and answer questions. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, I have a special guest. I want her to introduce herself real quick, and then I'm going to set up the show. Do I have my special guest on the line? Uh, yes, I'm here. Nice. Introduce yourself to the to the public, to the world, so that they can uh, know who you are and tell them where to follow you and all that good stuff. Sure. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Santana Rodriguez, and basically, I'm a fitness personality. I have a television show called Shaping Up with Santana. It's obviously a fitness and exercise TV show. You can follow me on Instagram at Santana Fit. And then you can also um, check out the, the actual TV show website. Um, and it's the same title, shakingupwithsantana.com. So you can find me either there or you can follow me on Instagram. Nice, nice. And you said it's coming on Roku as well? What's that? You said your shows. You said you said your shows coming on Roku. Also. Well, you know we've got a special surprise. And first of all, Randy, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, I'm excited to uh, actually be on. And um, we've got. Uh, you're actually the first um, that I'm actually announcing this to. So we are going to be on Roku. But however, we are also currently on Amazon Fire. 
and we're also on Android, and we're also going to be um, showcased on Google Play under Media King, and then we're also going to be showcased on the iPhone as well. So we've got, you know, realistically um, a few different platforms, and the Roku um, is actually going to be uh, televised in the next couple of days. So we're really excited about that. Nice, um, nice. But yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, we used to be on the Beach Channel in Miami, Florida for the last couple of years. And now this, we just took this um, I mean, tremendous leap over the, you know, over the edge, basically. And we're going to have, I mean, so many followers. And we're really excited about that. Nice, nice. That's, that's, you know, I need to get myself together. I didn't kind of got fat. Um and uh, <laughs> um. Don't worry about that because there's always something you can do and know that you don't have to, you know, live with that. There are things you can do, so that's an easy fix. That's not bad. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm. I'm. What's important about yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think I'm gorgeous myself. I'm, I'm, I'm a conceited fat boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a conceited fat boy. Confident. I say that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, I was just saying for everyone listening, um, I know it's, I know the sounds kind of statically on your end. Um, I'm trying to work out all the kinks now on the first show back. So everyone just bear with us. Um, I don't know where the static's coming from because we're clear on our end. So, um, but by the way, let me give you a shout out for everything you're doing. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and give you a shout out real quick. Congratulate on that. Yeah, yeah. Doing all that good stuff. That's Thank what's so up. Much. <laughs> so let me set up let me set up the show oh my goodness so today's topic is loyalty versus destiny and okay. the the reason why I chose this topic is because we are living in a time where everyone is trying to be the best them Everyone wants to better themselves, study themselves. But at the same time, I feel like they're not being honest with themselves or the people around them. And I also feel like loyalty is a lost uh, characteristics that humans um, need to get back. But, right. oh man. So loyalty and destiny. Do they go hand in hand? Do they go? Uh, do they go against one another? Are they two faces on the same coin? By the way, if anyone wants to call in, the number to dial is five one six five three one nine eight two eight. Again, the number to dial is five one six five three one nine eight two eight. Um, loyalty for so this is how I'm gonna set it up. 
Loyalty versus loyalty versus destiny. Christopher J, I'm gonna throw it to you first. Then I'm gonna go to Santana, and then I'm gonna go to Danny. That's the order we going. Talk to me, loyalty and destiny. What comes to your mind when you think of that? To be totally honest, I feel like loyalty is is very comparable to work ethic. And what I say, I'll, I'll use maybe even a, a, a relationship as an example for loyalty. Like you find yourself remaining loyal to somebody, you know, and keep coming back to them, but that requires your work ethic to keep doing so. Um, it, to be honest, they can be different from Destiny, but I would like to say that they can go hand in hand. I mean, my perfect example would be, uh, for me, when it comes to loyalty and Destiny coming together, would be for my career. Like, I definitely feel like I'm destined to be yeah. the best barber in the world. Yeah, yeah. And so now that I've found that, I'm going to remain loyal to talk it. Talk your talk, young I'm man. Gonna, I'm going to remain loyal to it. Yeah. Because if I were to continue to be loyal to something that's not my destiny, I I could easily go get a quick little interview at McDonald's and remain loyal to uh, uh, the, the, the food industry and work my way at the change there. But is that my destiny, though? Right, and so right. I, like I said, I feel like I'm destined to be a barber, so I'm gonna remain loyal to that and watch it expound ten times more than what it would have been if I'm working in the food industry, or retail. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, degrading any of that. You know, what you, what is for you is for you. Right. But again, that's right. gonna require you to be honest with yourself to find out what your destiny is. But that's gonna require someone to do something that they have a hard time doing these days, and that's looking in the mirror for something other than what they're wearing or what kind of makeup they're putting on. But hey, that's that's another day's conversation. Oh, okay. Santana, talk to me. What you think? Well, it could go either way. So I think um, what happens a lot of times is in many scenarios with place and those situations where, let's say, the destiny might connect to the loyalty and but it happens the other way around too where the loyalty sometimes um follows the destiny it could it could work either which way so let's start out let's say for example with loyalty and the destiny coming after so i i gotta agree you know that there's um definitely a work ethic that's got to be involved in order for um you know loyalty to work so yes. for example, you know, I, I think loyalty, another word for that would be dedication, right? Because when you work hard, and I'm, I'm going to state that career-wise, relationship-wise, just like you, know, you guys stated as well, but like if you put your time into something, right, and when you care about something or someone, you will make the effort to try to make it work, right? Because it's something that's meaningful to you. Um, and it's meaningful for, for many, many scenarios. It's not really about what you're going to get out of it afterwards. It's because your heart is really passionate and you're into it. So you're going to dedicate yourself to whatever that is because it's what makes you happy inside. So let's say, let's take career for example, because career it definitely requires that work. You know, you've got to be loyal to it. You've got to be working. You know, it's kind of like what you see on Shark Tank when they when they advise you if you want a business to, to really succeed, you've got to put 24-7 into it. You will sacrifice where you live. You will downsize. You will do whatever it takes, you know, to put 110% because you want to make sure that it becomes successful. 
Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with a relationship or whatever it else that you're dedicating yourself to. So let's say you do all those things, implement all those things, and then all these wonderful things, you know, start coming your way. I mean, is it really destiny or did you work hard for it? So I think they go hand in hand because when you put your time and effort into something, I think beauty presents itself. I think um, works of wonders honestly say that can we honestly attribute loyalty to someone if they have not been tested see here's the thing with loyalty the thing with loyalty is it's almost like a a ritual devotion to someone or to a cause so how can i test your how can i say that your devotion has been tested if we have not gone through the fire first Bob, that would be, you know, I mean, that's one of those examples, right, that, you know, it could go either which way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to go through the fire in order to understand the loyalty, which where I would, you know, bring the destiny first and the loyalty after. It's one okay. of those things where I say, okay, you're going through the fire, for example, you're going through different challenges. And you are going to be tested. So let's reverse it. If you bring the loyalty first, and let's say the fire comes later, I think that is kind of being tested because, for example, your character is going to be on the table. Your character is going to be showcased as to your decision. Because if you're loyal, it doesn't matter what you go through. Let's say, for example, you've got a storm coming at you. You're being tested, right, through the fire. But if you are who you are and your character is strong, you're not going to compromise. That's kind of how I see it. Okay. Danny, share your thoughts. So when I think about loyalty, I think about friendships, relationships. And I feel like with loyalty, you put your needs aside and you mm. put theirs first. <laughs> okay. Well, um, with Destiny, I feel like people compare Destiny to like fate but destiny you can't really control kind of just happens. But then if you are comparing destiny and loyalty, which like compared to like your worth, your work ethic and what you're loyal to, like I am very passionate about my hair and modeling. So the more loyal I am to it, I'm destined to like 
accomplish my goals and stuff. So that's how I feel about the two. So you feel like your loyalty like is gonna create your destiny? Yes. So you all right, so all right. So, I, I agree with that. All yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Well, then here's my question. Then here's my question. Then. So now this is where I'm going to like try to get you to understand just how powerful destiny truly is, uh. and and how you have to reflect on yourself in order to find out if something is truly destiny. Let's go ahead and say we'll both talk about work and relationships because work is going to have relationships in it. Those are called professional relationships, and then we're going to have our romantic relationships, right? So if you're so loyal to something, you're working hard, let's, you know, for Santana, Danny, let's say, you know, y'all are like the best woman in the world. You, you are a good woman to your man. You take care of your man. You do everything. Um, or you're at work and you bust your chops. You clock in. You know, you're concerned about clocking in to make money, not friends. But you just, you're, you're, I mean, you're, you grow hard. But if it's, not mm -hmm. your, if it's not your destiny, then I, I guarantee you you'll find yourself pouring from an empty cup at some point, because you can bust your chops. <laughs> so if it's not a relationship, yeah. if it's not a relationship where you're, if things are going to be reciprocated, then can you truly say it's destiny or, or you just, are you getting drained? Ooh. So so you're going to remain loyal to something that in turn really isn't being loyal to you. So you're are you are you going to find yourself being loyal to a air quote, quote unquote, destiny because you feel like you're working so hard for it? Right. I mean, if you're doing something you love, then yeah, but like if you're like I love what I do. I work with kids. I model. I do hair. So I feel like I'm destined to like I'm compassionate about that stuff. So so you just brought in the word love. That's a whole right. nother, that's a whole nother power. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Santana. What you was gonna say? I think yeah. I I do believe um you know destiny is gonna happen no matter what. But I, I you know I think the most important thing is like how do you know? what is your destiny you can have something appear right before you which seems you know incredible but how do you know that that really is the road is that really your destiny we don't know i mean to me i think if it's something that fulfills your heart inside and your passion and it corresponds with what you've always wanted to do and what you've worked hard for, then to me that's destiny. Okay, I'm going I do believe that. And I, yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, finish. No, I was just going to say, I think it goes hand in hand when, when you place your work ethic before you and, and you really put your all into it, I just think nothing but good is going to come to you and i you know i i'm also um a person of faith so i believe um you know when you do have faith within you that something's bound to happen i mean you may not quite know exactly what that is okay but but it, it will come your way there's no doubt. Is that destiny? Is that luck? Is that an act of God? We don't know. I think we, until somebody actually, you know, experiences it, I don't know that we can pinpoint, you know, what that really is. Now, um, now I'm going to define what the so, word destiny means. The etymology of the word destiny, I'm going to, I'm going to break it down. 
I like I like this dialogue. I, I'm loving it already. It's juicing up, and <laughs> I feel the rust coming off me just a little bit. Yeah. So, destiny. Uh, in the mid-14th century, it meant fate, the overruling necessity or the irresistible tendency of certain events to come. Um, it also, for example, I give it. I give a modern example. The coronavirus scared everyone's ripping and running, being scared of not realizing that this had to happen in order for them to have an economic reset. That's in the, it's destined to be an economic reset because you're having people not work for a certain amount of time that affects the economy, no matter how large or small that number is. Hmm. So it's destined that the economic reset happens because of the coronavirus, whether there's a lot of percentage of people dying from it or not, which by the way, it's not, it's only 3%, but um, going, yeah, but going back to destiny, the, um, to the rest of the, to the word, it's an, it's a force that shapes or controls lives and events. Um, it also says this, it's from the old French word, destinine, which means purpose, intent, fate, destiny, or that which is destined by one's actions. So in all actuality, our perspective, even from a faith-based perspective, has always been that destiny or predestination was a predetermined event to happen in your life, whether no matter what you do about it, when the actual definition, the etymology of the word destiny in of itself shows that the word actually implies the actions that you set in course. So God has nothing to do with your destiny. You actually have something. Why? Because let's, let's take it down since you're faith based. Let's take it down to this. The Holy Bible mm-hmm. says that faith without works okay. is dead. I can believe that I can have, I can, I, be, I can have faith that God's going to bless me with a great job. But if I never fill out an application, correct. it's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, it's the same thing with destiny. We yeah. can we can say, oh, I'm destined. Like for example, Santana, you you're you're a, a personal trainer. You got your videos going. You've created your destiny. It's 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 one thing to say, this is what I want to be. I want to be a personal trainer. I want to have a TV show helping people better themselves yeah. in there. Yeah. But you had to actually put in the work. You see what I'm saying for that to be to, for that to happen. So in all actuality, in all actuality, if we look at the word loyalty for a second, look at the word loyalty. Mm-hmm. Loyalty by definition means fidelity at law, which actually means that you are bending the knee to something you deem sovereign. What is it that has you bending its knee thinking that it's sovereign than you? If it's not yourself, then you are not in control of your own destiny. Hmm. You have now forfeited your destiny into the hands of someone else. Talk to me, panel. Talk to me. So, so the, I mean, that ultimately corresponds. That ultimately corresponds with you, with you being honest with yourself. Like, so if you, I agree, you're giving power to something else, and, and by especially by not taking any action. <laughs> yeah. So, like, a prime example for me. Right. Believe it or not. I've been cutting hair since I was 15 years old. Okay. Why? Because my father messed up my shape up and never again was I going to let him touch my head. <laughs> so while he was gone, while he was gone, I would use his trimmers to get myself a lineup and I would teach myself. And ever since then, by, by, yeah, I know, right? That's exactly what I say every time, every time. So by 17, I established I wanted to be a barber. I made it known. And, yeah. and believe it or not, 
I didn't get any support whatsoever. I was told to get a real job or get out. So I went to do retail, but my work ethic was going to let me go far in that, but that's not what made me happy. Right, so right. So I decided to leave that. I said, let me try this college thing. I've been told that I've been smart. Let me try this college thing. So I found all my grants. I found all my loans. I went to Frostburg and, and Allegheny, and I was cutting hair there as well. And then I said, you know what? I can't stand school. I can't stand the concept of it. Like, I hate going to four walls, being taught by someone else who had to go into debt in order to get their degree. So that makes no sense to me. Ooh. Um, but that's, again, that's another Ooh. day's story. Talk your talk, yeah, young that's man. That's another day's story. <laughs> so I decided to go ahead and join the military. Uh, you know, it's been a long line of uh, family dudes, and they, they, they joined the military, too. So I yeah, did that. Okay. You hear me now? Yeah, so I decided to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I decided to join the military, and even in the military, I was cutting hair as well. And the, the thing about it is, when I joined the military, they chose my job for me. Ooh, I didn't have any control over that. They chose my job for me, and the job that they chose for me was to be a lab tech. Okay. Oh and wow. So upon mind you, again, I was cutting hair in the military, and upon getting out of the military, I became a supervisor for a multi-million-dollar uh, medical corporation to be a su uh, laboratory supervisor for them. And again, I was cutting hair. I had a barber chair in my basement, and it wasn't until I jumped out on faith and decided to just go ahead and give up my full-time job and four hundred one k and benefits, and decided that I'm going to go ahead and start cutting hair. Little did I realize in that process mm -hmm. that I was going to learn historically. Barbers back in the day were lab techs, aka blood letters. Ooh. What we know today is phlebotomists. <laughs> so the barber pole that I wear around my neck, the red, white, and blue that everyone sees, is representative to lab techs. The white is for the white coats, the red is for the blood, and the blue is for the veins. So little did I realize that the job that was chosen for me is very much corresponded to the job that I'm doing today. That oh, I wow. chose, but it took me jumping out there on faith and taking the action to go ahead and do what it is that I've loved to do since I was such a young kid. So I'm a firm believer in uh, 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 faith without works is dead. And but and to be truthfully told, we all want so much, but to whom much is given, much is required. Yeah. But if you're not gonna do what's required, then then don't be mad when your plate is empty. Danny, what's going through your mind? Absolutely. I definitely agree with you control your destiny because I can sit here and say that I'm compassionate and I love modeling, doing hair. If I'm not actually doing it and doing photo shoots and doing people's hair all the time, then it's not my destiny. And I can relate to you if school is not my thing. I didn't even try it for one. I didn't, college was not my thing. I hated high school. Um, I went to hair school. I've been doing hair for a while now. So I know for sure that's, I'm compassionate. That's my destiny. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Santana, talk to me. What's your thoughts on what I said? Well, you know, I'm, I'm laughing over here because everybody seems to have experience in hair, and I did too. I actually, um, when I was in high school, I got my license in cosmetology, so I am studying hair. It's interesting that you've got a hairdresser there, a barber, and um, I mean, that's kind of really where I started out, I was trying to be a hairdresser, and I said, you know what? It's not making me happy. This is not what I want to do. I want something greater. And then, um, you know, I started studying business and um, actually like I have a degree in fashion merchandise and my senior degree. And then I went um, and finished up with a, a bachelor in business marketing. Okay. So from that point on, you would say, you know, my, what I saw myself doing honestly was um, being in New York City. I was going to move out to New York and I said, 
you know, I'm going to become a buyer in the fashion industry. And I found myself either doing that or uh, being in the uh, cosmetic industry, you know, working for somebody like Revlon or Estee Lauder. And all of that changed. After I graduated, you know, I headed back to Buffalo. And I mean, never did I think I would be out here in, in L.A., which is what I'm doing. I mean, I never saw it. It's just what happens is it's one of those things that we talk about, like really getting into the fire and then experiencing that, the change. Right, you know, you're right. always going to be challenged with something that comes at you, and when you actually get into those positions, you may not want that. And, and that's what's tough about when we talk about what is it that you really want to do, because sometimes what we think we want to do, once we get there, we not be the the thing that you want. So I headed out here and I pursued, you know, a career in acting and I did a lot of modeling out here and I did a lot of television hosting and I saw my passion, you know, as a creator. I wanted to create. I wanted to control. I don't want to say the word control. Control is not a good word. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that I did not like being controlled through acting or figuring out what my next job is going to be and, you know, struggling through, you know, being out here in Hollywood while somebody's telling me or deciding, well, you know, are we going to give for this job or not? I wanted, I, I, didn't, I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to be the creator. I wanted to be the leader. I wanted to be the one to pull it all together and create something of my own where, you know, somebody can say to me, but you know what? Um, we can take that away from you, or we're going to do it our way. I mean, I, I think the, the beauty of all of this, when I hear all of these things, it's about passion. And all of you are creators. Because one thing I can say is you have to have creativity to be a hairdresser. I mean, bottom line, you just do. It's a form of art. Yes. So there's a certain personality that comes with that, right? And then you can um, easily get into another um you know genre area where you can have that creativity of your own in anything else once you're a creator once you're an artist you can tap into anything and you know what be just as successful because you have that creative mind yes so i think you know when you put all your time into something and you really work hard and again we go back to work ethic it's, it's going to lead you to the road where, you know, you may end up in. And I guarantee all of you, um, you know, just your personal experience, everything that I've ever done in my life, whether it be, you know, trying to be a hairdresser, uh, fashion, um, business, it all pulls together. Every single job that I can think of when I was doing sales, I worked corporate for a while all pulled together into everything that I am doing today. When you're talking about creating any kind of show, you've got a radio show there, right? Yeah. Uh, television, you need sales experience. You need to know how to push out advertising. You need to know how to pitch people. You need to know how to interview people. It's all going to come together. Every every little thing that you do in your life is exactly going to bring you to where you know the, the finale of where I don't want to say finale, but the final thing that's going to make you the happiest. 
Yeah. Um, I really believe everything that we do is like that, right? It's like a beautiful puzzle, and life is basically the pieces of the puzzle. And at some point later on, it all connects, and it all makes sense. And you say all the experiences I went through the, in the past years, it, it all makes sense as to why it happened, because of where I'm at today. So, you know, it's just... You know, I just think there's a fine line in what you say between loyalty, I guess that's the top matter, and destiny, closeness. They really are. Okay. Because one will affect the other. And I agree with all you guys. You know, I agree with all you guys because um, if you don't put the, in the effort, you can't expect things to come to you. And there are things that are not a lot of people out there that I think that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So listen, real quick, we want to take a quick 2.2 break. Uh, And when we come back, we're going to dive deeper into the topic loyalty versus destiny. And I have an interesting twist I'm going to put on it. So y'all stay tuned to the chew on that as we chew on some music for 2.2. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. The Chew On Show, Chew On That Show is back. Oh man, we so far we've been talking about loyalty versus destiny, um, and how do they correlate with one another? Um, I'm Mr. Randy Chew on that. Um, the, co- the host here. I have my lovely co-host with me, Christopher J. and Danny is in the building. I have a special guest, Santana Rodriguez, a.k.a. Santana Fit. Um, you know what I mean? Santana Rodriguez, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but listen, 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 listen. So, so, huh? Oh, okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> but go ahead, give my give myself give myself a round of applause. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but listen, so we have a good discussion. Um, again, everyone, I'm glad that y'all tuning in for the reboot. Um, you know, we just getting the rust off, getting the kinks off, and Miss Santana's graced us with her presence uh, to be the first special guest on our show. Which, by the way. This probably ain't going to be the only time she comes back on the Chew on that show. We're probably going to have her come back a few more times throughout the year since everyone's chilling at home, faking like they got coronavirus <laughs> or whatnot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, they shut down everything. 
Um, I just heard that in Wichita, Kansas, they just said school was done for the rest of the year. Uh, yeah, like it's think, over. Yeah, this is getting out of control. Yeah, it's getting crazy that's out from, here. That's from a medical perspective. This thing is getting way out of control. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I heard um, that Idris, uh, yeah, I forgot, like, I, what's Idris his last name? Elba. Elba? Yeah, but he he he, uh, he was confirmed positive, but um, but not he's not symptomatic right now. I just want to say one thing. And Kevin Durant, as of like, Within the past few hours, yeah, you could tell that the top of his head had coronavirus. You see, I mean, like, spots he had on top of that. That's thing. because that was just from that's from inadequate skincare. That look, look, don't we gonna we gonna help him out? <laughs> if, you know, if he ever gets listen to this, you know, if you ever come to BWI, you fly in, brother. Uh, come on out to the King's Barbershop. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gonna need a king on that head. I'm trying <laughs> to tell you the way that thing look. Um, but you know, I just find it amazing how. Everyone is masking up and being afraid of the coronavirus, but dudes is still out here getting it in. And AIDS been in existence for how long now? Yeah, and y'all wearing masks, but don't want to uh, play football. I'm, the I'm just saying, like, how many people died from different stuff, and everyone is tripped about the coronavirus? Like, when Obama was in mm-hmm. office, and I don't, I'm not, I don't like Ned President Obama or Trump, or anybody like that. I don't care about the presidency like I care about local government because that's what immediately affects my life. But Obama had H1N1. And they had a lot more deaths with H1N1 than we do with coronavirus. And it's just like everyone's in a mask like, oh, my God, we're going to get shut down. And then it's just people are puppets of the media. And I am tired of everyone being puppets and sheeps of the media. It's sad when the population, uh-oh, uh-oh, here come the etymologist in me coming out real quick. The word population comes from the Latin word populoso, which means the herd of unlearned sheep. And that's what everybody is. And that's what everyone's acting like, a bunch of idiots. It doesn't help that our president tweets more than a teenage right. girl, but I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah. <laughs> no shots. <laughs> Go ahead, Santana. Talk your talk. What you was about to say? And now I was, I was agreeing with that because I, I believe that we're just bowing down to what the media wants from us. I mean, when you look at the news there's always something negative there's another person testing you know for the coronavirus but what i'm noticing is that there's no there's no recollection of anything positive now some of the people that have been exposed for example to the coronavirus in china they recover you know some of the symptoms there were interviews actually being done with those people to find out what their symptoms were what did they go through how quickly they uh, recovered and some truthfully were in a matter of days but we don't hear about any of that right you know, the right this is on the people passed away but what they don't realize is that all of those people were people individuals elderly that had underlying health conditions to begin with they don't look at you know they're, they're not Focusing on those things. The same thing. Some of the people that you know passed away that were younger, same thing. They had a health issue already. But so I think the point of it is when we're talking about health is that I think all of us, right, have a responsibility to 
make sure that our new system is as strong as possible. Yeah, you yeah. Stay as as possible. Not just in this case, because this is one of many. We're talking about any other kind of, you know, like the flu, for example, any kind of illness or sickness. I mean, we do have a responsibility to take ourselves, take care of ourselves, just in case something like this comes our way, you know? Right. And not everybody's affected by it. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think the media is going to be crazy because Life. And it's not that. It really is. So so let me ask this. I mean, yeah. Let, let me ask this question to you first, Santana, and then I want to go to my uh, co-host. Sure. You said something as you were talking before the break about um, you said that there were certain events you alluded to, I'm not saying you said verbatim, but from what I took from what you said, you were saying that certain events happened that shaped you into who you are as far as uh, doing your, 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 your hair and, and uh, doing your acting and, and all that stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. was there ever a time in your life, uh-oh, we about to dive deep now, Law. Oh my God, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Sweet Lord, baby Jesus. Um, was there ever time in your life where you had to choose loyalty to yourself versus loyalty to another person that was very, very close to you? Santana? This is my life. I'm going to say, for example, um, I, I'm, I'm going to give you like a, an example personally and also career-wise. Okay. So I would say personally, I had, you know, when I was making the decision to come to Los Angeles, you know, my, my father got sick. My father got very ill. And he encountered diabetes type two, and my dad had to go through a leg amputation. Oh, so man. before I came out, yeah, it was pretty intense and very emotional, uh, a, a very emotional time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two examples where that occurred. Okay. So the first one was either having the loyalty to my father, who was very ill at that time. And I, at that time, was engaged um, to somebody out there, ready to marry in a few years. I was very, very unhappy with the relationship and also the place where I was at in my life. I knew I wanted to come out to L.A. for so long. But I held off on that dream because I wanted to make the person that I was with happy as well as when my dad encountered his illness, like how I can't leave my father. You know, I was always daddy's little girl, very, very fond of close to him. So, yeah, that was a challenge that I had to face. Do I go, do I go chasing after the dream, the passion, the place that I've always wanted to be in, where I knew my heart would be very happy, or do I have loyalty to my dad, who's someone that brought me up 
and I know he would never lose my side if I was in that position. And the same thing with a significant other, you know. And it was very hard, you guys. Like, I'll tell you, I, I, I went through a massive depression at that point in my life because, you know, I realized, you know, I'm living with everybody else. But I didn't know that at that time. So to make a long story short, what ended up happening was I stayed. I stayed, you know, with, with my dad. He never told me to, but I, I knew that that was accepted, you know, especially in our family. You, you, you take care of each other and you're there for each other. you just hit on I like that point you just hit on the ability to stay loyal to yourself even when opportunities open itself up for you to walk to your destiny faster oh my god let Danny talk yeah. to me it's pretty deep I mean when you're in that kind of position that's where, you know, your faith is going to have to come in, and it's got to come in strong, that you feel loyal enough, like you said to yourself, that, you know what, if you take that option, that greatness is going to come to your way. Even though it's not immediate, somebody over here, you know, may be offering you the best thing in the world, but you're not comfortable with it. It just it, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. And you say, you know, this is something I might regret. 
but I'm going to do it anyway. So you're going to be that one left feeling alone. Your heart's going to feel sad. And you know what? It's going to take a long time to recover from that versus really walking away from it with dignity and, you know, and respect. I mean, it's a chance you take. You know, it's kind of like when you, right? I always compare it to, I'm sure all of you have watched The Matrix before, right? Yeah. I compare it to taking the red pill or the, 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 the blue pack. Like, which, which one are you going to take? Because it's, it's going to be a different outcome each way. So what's more important to you? What's on the surface, and what I mean by what's on the surface is the outcome, your title of what you're going to get, or... Are you going to be happier with fulfilling your heart? Because it's going to be two complete, completely different feelings. And so you got to honestly look at yourself in the mirror and say, what's more important to me? What can I live with? Because you're going to be haunted if you take one route or the other. I mean. But you know, we, we live in a society that. where, we live in a society where, this system, which I call the beast, knows how to prey on your heart. It knows how oh, to yeah. lure you into opportunities where what you feel like you're destined to do is right before your eye. It reminds me of the of the movie mm-hmm. The Devil's Advocate. Hmm. And exactly. how and how he was given what he want he what he wanted. But it was at a cost of something. Mm. Danny, talk to me. You've been a little quiet. Talk to me. Yeah, so I was in a little situation with, so it's kind of like what I said earlier when I said, well, it's like putting your your needs or putting their needs before yours. And that's uh-huh. kind of what I did. And I like still kind of like regret it. Okay. Even though that's kind of, it's like weird. It's like my definition of loyalty, but like not. I, 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 go deeper. No, 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 no. Go deep. So you were saying transparency is key. That yeah. you were in a situation where loyalty was involved, and you had to make a decision. What happened? So he got incarcerated. Okay. And I was with him while he was incarcerated. Okay. And there was a lot of cheating happening on his side. Okay. So I kind of had to put myself first for once and be loyal to myself and focus on myself and my career. And that's okay. not something he ever understood. Okay. And he wasn't really there for me mentally. He put me in like the darkest place like to this day. Like, I Okay. Just, yeah. Okay. It's hard for me to talk about it all the time, but, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how did, how did you, hold on, hold on, Chris. Christopher J. That's what they call me. Santana said the industry will throw things at you, but it's buying your integrity away. Danny just said that she was in a situation where she had to choose herself to be loyal to self instead of constantly going through the darkness that she was walking through. What are your thoughts on all of this? And how does this coordinate to destiny and loyalty? 
All right, I'm a, I'm not gonna let you know Daniel sit by herself. I too had a, a situation ship. That's what I'm gonna call it. A situation ship. Yeah, it's just you know a little key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, because you know a relationship. The purpose of that is to relate. So if you're not doing that, it's not really a relationship. Uh huh. Yeah, it happens. But uh, actually, I actually had two situation ships because I'm hard headed. Okay. Um, so I had, you know, I was in a situation ship where I, I pretty much. I moved a, a woman in with her two two children. Okay. I you know I, I guess I'm labeled as a professional stepdad these days. Um, <laughs> so that that ended up happening because you know because you're so loyal mm. and you sacrifice so much of self, you're mm-hmm. taken advantage of. You find yourself unappreciated the whole nine yards. So you can't be out here saving everybody. Then I jumped from that into another situation ship where again I'm being a professional stepdad and I'm just sacrificing my growth. Um, and it's all because I have a big heart and it definitely will put you in a dark place. So I'm at the point in my life where I'm now growing from that dark place. Yes. Um, learning to use that big heart again, that, that grew cold. Yeah. Um, but I'm using that big heart for myself and putting myself in a position to where my wallet can be as big as my heart, because I technically would be settling for less if I found myself only one to just take care of you know, those two children of the first situation or just the child. You know, I, I I look forward to one day having a family. I know they say it takes a village. Yeah. Um yeah. And uh, I actually just made a post on my uh my Instagram um you know in regards to my uh grandfather uh, today's his birthday actually um shout out hey, shout out respects um moment of silence real quick all right word love you granddad um and the thing is I, he I was raised by the village. My aunts and uncles, they, 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 you know, they raised me to be who I am today. And I realized that village was created by that man. Wow. So I want to yeah. be a man that creates a village. So that empire, that kingdom that I, that I'm pursuing. So are you saying to me that the principles that your grandfather laid out, <clears throat> the principles was so strong that his children's loyalty to him was a benefit for how they were loyal to your upbringing? Correct. Correct. And so with that, shout out to my pop. Woo, that's <laughs> powerful. That's powerful. So um, that that to me is what drives my work ethic, which in tune fuels the loyalty, which is going to reflect into my destiny. Now, Santana has a show that's about to come on uh, on Roku. She has her show on, on her websites and, and other platforms. She's in magazines, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. And she said that the industry was trying to offer her things that uh, would compromise her integrity and what she believed in. So my question to you, Santana, as you were talking, I was mm-hmm. wondering, how were you able to land those magazines and those shows if you didn't give into that which takes away your integrity in Hollywood? Let's go deeper. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of it. Not everybody has to do that. And... You know, I think um, many women especially are brainwashed into believing that if you want to be in a magazine or on television, that you have to compromise yourself in some sort of fashion. I mean, look at Harvey Weinstein. Look at, I mean, you know, (laughs) I mean, I bring him as an example. I'm waiting for Oprah to do a documentary on Harvey Weinstein. Oprah, I need you to do a, a documentary on Harvey Weinstein and leave other people alone. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I had to get that off my chest. 
to begin my journey. So I already had, you know, kind of like an education of what it was going to be like out here. And I, I prepped it out before then. So, you know, I just worry about the girls that are like really young because they have no idea. Honestly, I'm glad you bring all this stuff up because that's one thing I want to do. I want to mentor girls, mentor young women, okay, to have enough confidence themselves to know they don't have to do any of that, and don't let anybody brainwash you or force you into feeling like you have to do those things in order to get ahead. You don't. So, so I want to, I want to, I want to real quick give a shout out uh, to my man, the real DJ show. Um, he's a comedian out there um, in LA. Uh, he is on the podcast, also uh, the Craig Smith show. Um, Craig Facts, shout out to Craig Facts. Um, shout out to Corey Hawkins. Um, shout out to Freeze Love. Listen, if people on the gram want to call in, the number to dial is 516-531-9828. That's 516-531-9828. I want to say this. When it comes to being loyal to yourself, forgiveness is a part of that. But the way we've been taught forgiveness is wrong. There is an Eastern philosopher by the name of J. Krishnamurti. J. Krishnamurti is one of my favorite philosophers to listen to, by the way, Um, because the stuff he says makes so much sense compared to this Western stuff that we hear all the time. Um, For example, this Western stuff of uh, naming and claiming. I've been naming a million dollars for a couple of years now and um, Mm -hmm. trying to claim it for a couple of years now. And it just ain't coming forth until I actually go out and do something about it. So that's a Western philosophy that we adopted. But Eastern philosophy, he says this, J. Krishnamurti, which, by the way, uh, I also study his master student uh, who became a master teacher. His name is Song Du Murti. Um, and then I also listen to Alan Watts, who's a translator of the uh, to the Western world from Eastern philosophy. And they said this, that forgiveness. And Danny, I want you to hear this real good. Forgiveness. And not just Danny, those are listening to the to the show, those that are uh, chiming into the show or even watch this after we're finished with the live. I want you to hear this. Forgiveness is when you change the definition and the meaning of an event that happened in the past. You can't say that you forgive someone and still be hurt by them because by the definition of the word, you have to change the meaning of what happened. In other words, you have to change the perspective of how you saw things, how you felt in that event in order for you to have for, uh, for to be have forgiveness towards that other individual um, or towards that other situation. Now, the awesome thing about that, and this is Eastern philosophy now, this is Krishnamurti who said this. J. Krishnamurti said, one of the greatest displays in human history was when we read in the Holy Bible, by the way, he doesn't like the Bible. So he, him quoting this means something. He mm-hmm. said that when Jesus said, forgive them for they know not what they do, was a great expression of the true definition of forgiveness because in the midst of feeling the physical pain of what had happened, 
he screamed out forgiveness. We, on the other hand, who have not been physically assaulted in such nature, well, number one, I'm not gonna let nobody put their hands on me anyway. I'm I'm Facts. I'm just a firm believer in turning the other person's cheek, not mine. Um I wanna speak on that too. Um <laughs> but let's think about this for a second because in order in order for you to be loyal to yourself, you have to have forgiveness because if you if you walk around with unforgiveness, you are being loyal to the actions of another person. And that loyalty now guides the events of your life, which in turns you are captive to what they subscribe your destiny is. Think about that for a moment. Mm -hmm. If destiny is a chain of events that are bound to happen, if you are hurt by someone, it changes your chemical makeup, your emotional makeup, and you begin to make decisions based upon how you feel. In this society, we have so many people that say, I feel, I feel. I feel, but if you don't have emotional stability, your feelings is nothing but crap. And your life is dictated now by a bunch of feelings that are a consequence of other people's actions. So in all actuality, you are not in control of your own life. I'm in, yeah, I'm, I'm in total agreement with that. Mm. Talk to me. So, until, so, right. so ultimately, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You can't say that you forgive someone if you regret a situation, but until you stop seeing it as regrets and start seeing them as lessons. Yes. Can you truly say that you? Yes. Them? See, so, we, we have a saying that we say that it's either a lesson or a blessing, but I disagree. I believe that the blessing is the lesson. Correct. Life is about evolving. Life is about learning. And if you're not learning and evolving as things happen, if you're not experiencing life on a scale and looking at everything as a lesson, right now this is a lesson. Mm -hmm. We have heard of a woman in the industry who said that she did not bend her knee or her integrity to get where she's at. We have a young lady on, on, the, on the panel right now who says that she had to make a decision to be loyal to herself because she found herself in a dark place. But you know the only way to get out of that dark place is to continue to be loyal to yourself and truly find mm -hmm. forgiveness in that. Chris, you said you had a situation where you moved someone in and you was playing stepdaddy and all that. The fact that these conversations are what we call tough shows us that we have not fully, how can I say, we have not fulfilled loyalty to ourselves. Correct. We are a slave of our past. And the only way mm -hmm. to do that is to establish better habits, establish things to, that are better to bend the knee with. Um, Santana, you do personal training, personal fitness. Chris does that also on the side. I don't know why he didn't say that, but uh, yeah, he does. Well, I, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm more of a motivator now. I mean, I, I did personal training back in the day. 
Okay. Classified myself today more as a yeah a, a fitness personality. I like to motivate people to move. So I just want to correct that. So 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 in 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 all this, and and I want I want Danny to chime into what I said as well. Um, and Danny, speak a little louder. Um, so in this. How and, and Santana, after Danny speaks, I want you to chime in. Then Chris, you chime in. Um, <coughs> what are you doing right now in your life that is showing loyalty to yourself, which in turn is shaping your destiny? Danny, go. Okay, so um, my modeling career. Okay. I'm focusing on that and doing hair at the same time. Okay. Building my clientele, meeting new photographers, um, doing more photo shoots, just focusing on myself and not worrying about relationships right now or anything. Good, good. Yeah. I am happy with somebody though right now. Okay. Let me put that out there just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Uh oh. I am happy. Okay. That's all that matters, being happy. And as long as I'm doing what's right for me. Yes. That's all that matters. Yes. Now, oh, Santana, go ahead. And then after Chris, I'm going to say something to that point. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I would say what I'm doing now to shape my my career and my life, um, honestly, is giving back. Giving back to the community, giving back to my family. Right now, just to give you an example, something I've always wanted to do is mentor. I have a, a little um, nine-year-old girl that I've been mentoring for the last couple of years. I'm part of the Big Brothers, Big Sisters organization. Okay. And, you know, in order to make my life better, it makes me happy to make somebody else's life better, to guide them. To not go through, you know, certain, um, you know, conflictions within yourself to decide, okay, which direction do I take? I want my little girl that I mentor to follow and, and make those right decisions for herself when she comes across, you know, with um, challenges like, like that in her life. So that's very important to me. I want her, you know, to be a success. I want her to go after her dreams. And I would say she's number one as far as that's one one of the, the main things that I'm doing to try to shape my life. And also to give back. I created this, this TV show. I dedicated it to my father. My father is the person responsible for me being in Hollywood. Had he not said, I'm better, go now. I would I wouldn't be here. So I don't I no longer have my father anymore. Um unfortunately he passed away four four and a half years ago. Oh man, but I'm sorry to hear that. My heart, my spirit. And um this show is giving back. It's a health and fitness show to help other people to not go through or experience what my dad did. So, you know, it's it's like when you have a platform in your life, you, you've, you've got to be a voice to it. 
and you've got to lead and not follow and you've got to be an example and you've got to give back and to me I mean that's what makes my life more gratifying today than ever before and you know and I, and I I'm my own person I don't need somebody I don't need to wait for someone to give me an opportunity. You know what? I seek out the opportunity. I create the opportunity. I mean, anybody can do whatever they want. So if you really want to shape your life, you know, take control of your own life and make it happen. Wow. And I think yeah. that's the most important. And on that note, very importantly, before um, I forget, very important, um, <laughs> before the show ends, I want to put out there, because of the coronavirus, we brought it up, and all of this has fun. I'm just going to share with you guys in LA, as of yesterday, every gym was closed out, every restaurant was closed out. And so I was actually I was going to go to a friend's house and, you know, kind of use their gym. But every condo, apartment, anybody who has a fitness facility is not allowed to use any of it, or otherwise it'll be fine. Oh, wow. So, on that note, yeah, my TV show will be airing in two days, and I'm trying to be very sensitive to the situation with coronavirus right now. But the most important thing is that all of us need to, you know, pick up our immune system, get that working as strong as possible, and it's a perfect opportunity, actually, where negative, you know, uh, the coronavirus is a negative, it's become positive for me. And let me correct that. Not a positive coronavirus is good. Let me correct that because it's not for anybody. However, my TV show couldn't have worked out at perfect timing where it's all about home workouts. It's all about doing the exercises, you know, on literally in your living room floor. So I encourage everybody to check out Chasing Up with Santana. It will be running on Roku. It's on Amazon. Check it out. Shaping up with Santana. Shaping up with Santana. You can do it. Yeah. It is coronavirus free. You can do it in your living room. Uh, you That's can right. you can do it with a with a t shirt on, some tidy whiteies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, real quick before Chris says anything, I want to take I want to take a quick. 2.2 break. Um, and then when we come back, Chris is going to talk. I'm going to give my final thoughts. We're going to close out the show. Everyone stay tuned for a moment. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, Chris is going to speak, who is my intellectual irritant, by the way. And then I'm going to give my final thoughts. Stay tuned. You know, <laughs> Irritant is uh, very closely related to stimulant. Okay, just want you to know that. <coughs> that was good. Did you actually were like transparent enough to like expose like you know, a soft spot? Yeah. We need more of that. Huh? That's what happens when you real. All right, so we got seven minutes so talk for about three minutes and i'm gonna take the rest uh, yeah that's cool 
That's not my catchphrase. Oh, I understand what I'm saying. I mean, your, your catchphrase when time comes for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's unravel that. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, he, he got that from me, but we, that's a whole different story. That is a whole different story. So, yeah, yeah. Wasn't to that one <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still need to. Cause, because people associate that yes, phrase yes, with him. Yes. And since you said his name, yes. oh, he's trying to be like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to have that be the case. Yeah, yeah. Danny, I appreciate your openness, like you said. Yeah, that's it. We all have dark spots in our lives. Still working on one of mine. Yeah. Hey, my man said, I bet you a Roth child, I get a bang for my dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I actually utilize my dark spots, so I'll leave it alone. I'm all the ego. to the fine tunes of Randy Chu. <laughs> See, it comes a time in a man's life where you just got to let the beat rock out. Slow down, baby, because I am here. And it's me and you and you and me. And we're traveling through the atmosphere. And that's enough of that. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back at your boy, Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that, a.k.a. Mr. Slap Your Mama for playing with me. I'm here. Um, my co-host and my special guest, Christopher J, is a co-host. Danny is a co-host. My special guest, Santana Rodriguez, a.k.a. Santana Fit. Go check her out. Um on all her social media platforms, check out her website. Go uh, be on the lookout for Shaping Up with Santana's coming out on television, the whole nine. And we're going to keep promoting, we're going to keep pushing. But real quick, I'm going to let Christopher J say his piece, and then I'm going to come in with my final words. And then everyone's going to lay out their social media or any events they got going on, and we're closing out the show, baby. Christopher J, holler at the people. Oh, man, before we went on break, he was talking about what it is that we are doing uh, in regards to work towards our destiny. Um, I think my biggest thing, biggest chapter, um, aside from the fact that I'm 
turning dirty 30 tomorrow. Um, biggest chapter in my life is uh, dealing with transparency. Um, and that means exposing, you know, good, both good and bad, being clear. And I'll always like to use the comparison to diamonds because diamonds are clear, but everybody is envious of diamonds. Everybody loves diamonds, but nobody ever wants to endure the process that it takes to uh, become a diamond, which involves a lot of heat and pressure. Two of, two of the things that we run from as people. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm pursuing the heat. I'm pursuing the pressure. I'm actually in love with the process. Um, and I feel as though until you find that love for that growth, because truth be told, a lot of people say that growth is uncomfortable. In fact, the matter is it's not. It's the resistance to growth that I feel is uncomfortable. Because everybody loves, like I said, everybody loves diamonds, but no one pursues the process for diamonds. Everybody loves and thinks that butterflies are beautiful, but I don't know a person that's ever asked a butterfly how hard it was to get out of the cocoon. Mm. Um, I mean, granted, we can't talk to butterflies, period, but <clears throat> I talk to butterflies. Talk your talk, young man. Yeah, but uh, we never ask a butterfly how hard it is to get out of a cocoon. Um, but even the process to get to the cocoon, it has to isolate itself. Mm. But are we honest enough with ourselves in order to isolate ourselves? Um, but in order to be honest with yourself, you have to be transparent. So it takes me back to what I said before. So I, I use my platform as a barber now. So when, when people come to a King's Barber Shop and, and I'm, I'm blessing their crown, I'm not just giving them a haircut. I'm not just concerning myself to fix their image on the outside. I have conversations. I stimulate the mind that the crown sits upon and try to help a fellow brother grow and be some form of a a, a uh, a leading figure in their life or another perspective, even if it, even if it's just to clean off their lens so that they can see what it is that they're supposed to do better. So I, I definitely agree with what Santana said um, in regards to using a platform to better other people, because it's not just about um, yourself. Uh, you, you definitely need to be able to help other people with your platform. But yeah, I'll go ahead and pass them. Okay, okay. Listen, so it's my final <laughs> thoughts. Um, on the topic loyalty versus destiny. Um, and we're going to revisit this topic. We're going to revisit it because it's a lot, mm-hmm. a lot to unpack. But I want to read something. It says this, loyalty is a noble quality that is found not only in human beings, but also in pet animals, such as dogs, horses, elephants, etc. The word loyalty means fidelity to the law, which is generally applicable in the case of the sovereign of the state. But in, a, in its broader sense, it means one steadfastness and allegiance to a person or cause. That's deep. Or to one's country or sovereign. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are loyal to their country because they listen to everything that the media says, but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> um, loyalty involves obedience sacrifice, and compassion of the heart. God, loyalty is is a very broad term, which may be applicable in cases of one's family um, and et cetera. A loyal person is ready to sacrifice even his own life for the sake of his master, friend, relative, or the country. This is what the, the, the term loyalty, mid 14th century, that's what it was referring to. Um, Mm-hmm. A loyal person bears a moral character, honest outlook, and disciplined manners. Oh, my God. 
let's not even put manners in the equation because half the people in, well, 90% of people in American society then lost all manners. Or discipline. Or discipline. <laughs> A truly loyal man cannot be bribed or tempted to deviate from his own path. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end with this. A, a loyal person cannot be bribed or tempted to deviate from his or her path of destiny. There's no event. There's no circumstance. There's nothing that should be able to separate you or make you deviate from what you say your destiny is. And if it happens, you have to honestly look in the mirror and say, I am not loyal to myself. And if you don't have self-loyalty, you cannot be loyal to anyone else. The Bible says, love your neighbor as you as thou love thyself. If you don't love yourself, you can't love your neighbor if you're not loyal to yourself, ladies and gentlemen. You are not loyal to anyone else. If you don't know how to bend the knee to the good in you, you will always bend the knee to the bad in other people. You will always be manipulated and controlled into doing, acting, feeling, or condemning yourself to another person's standard or moral compass. In turn, that person wasn't there to dictate your character, your morals, your standards. So in turn, you're asking another person to mold your destiny if you're not loyal to yourself. You have now given power to someone to say, you are my God now. That person has become your idol because you have not found loyalty to yourself. Do you know that this was one of the reasons why the person that we call the Buddha left Hinduism? He wanted to go on a path to be loyal to himself. And so thus they call him the Buddha, which is not his real name, by the way. Let's take this a step further for the faith-based people. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to say that name again. I said, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. Now we feel it. Now we well, feel it. Well, well. He says this. <laughs> no greater love than no one has with this, but to lay his life down. For a friend. Jesus, in turn, showed that the loyalty to his own standard, to his own character, was to lay down his life for his friends. So, in turn, Jesus was loyal to his own plan, which motivated other people to be loyal to themselves first and then follow his plan. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're hearing someone tell you to do something with your life, but they show that they're not loyal in their own life to their own selves, then you are given, ah, that is the root of hypocrisy. Message. Ladies and gentlemen, we about to sign off. Before I go, I want Santana Rodriguez to give all her (laughs) social media information, television information, all that. 
and then my co-host, and then we out. Go ahead. Okay, you can check me out at shapingupwithsantana.com. That's the show website. You can follow me on Instagram, at Santana Fit. You can check me out on Twitter, at Santana Rod. And you can check out the show right now on Amazon Fire. It's also playing on Android. And the upcoming um, areas where you'll see the show is obviously on Roku. Uh, the iPhone and Google Play. So check the, the show out, please. And um, definitely send me a note, and if you have any questions on health and fitness or anything you want to ask me, uh, go for it. And I'll always answer. Thank you for having me on the show, Randy. Oh, thank you for coming on. It's no problem. I appreciate it. Everyone, support Santana Fit and get to her social media platforms. Keep supporting her. And she's going to get bigger and bigger. Chris, and then Danny, give us your social media platforms where you want people to follow you at. Hey, Christopher J. Uh, you can actually follow me on Instagram. You'll be able to you know, see some uh, uh, mentally stimulating um, content as well as, as my, uh, my art, which is my haircuts. You know, uh, unofficial MD. Um, it's a great place to get lace at a King's Barbershop. That's where I cut at. Hey, hot <laughs> if you need me to go ahead and touch up your yeah. crown and get cleaned up. Just go ahead and uh, hit me up. Like I said, at Unofficial MD. I also have my uh, booking link on there too, so you can book an appointment if you're in the area. Cool, Danny. Okay. Um, I have two Instagrams if you want to keep up with my modeling career. Damn. It's, um, Danielle underscore Dorsey twenty two, and my hair page. If you ever need a haircut, hair color, anything, it's beauty dot by Danny Boo with two eyes. And I'm your host on the true radio the true on that show mr randy true on instagram um i can't log into my facebook for some reason but it's another day for another topic uh another topic for another day um but follow me on uh instagram and twitter also follow the radio show at true radio um just type that in on all the social media platform it should pop up um but ladies and gentlemen i appreciate you listening to the show um i appreciate uh you guys tuning in for those who have questions, uh, who have suggestions on topics, anything, just hit us up. Um, true radio on social media, um, or hit me personally on my uh, Instagram, uh, uh, Mr. Randy Chu. Uh, we signing off now and just want everyone to be safe, even though we goofed about the coronavirus. Um, but we seriously take your health seriously. Um, and take care of yourselves. And this is the time to reflect, on the people you love and tell them you love them, give them their flowers while they're alive and not while they're gone. Mm. Um, rest in peace to Roger Mayweather. Uh, Floyd Mayweather's uncle died today at the age of 58. Um, I personally met him in 2013 um, during the, the the week that uh, Floyd, uh, the weekend that Floyd fought Canelo. Um, I was a guest of the money team at that time. They flew me down there and I got to hang out with him and all that. I met Roger, got the spar in front of him. I spar Keith Thurman, Adrian Broner, um, and a couple other pros that I sparred that day. And uh, Roger gave me some great advice and said he was impressed with my skills. Um, and he always had a smile on his face. So it's, it's sad to see him go. And boxing played a role in that, breaking down the body. Um, so I just want to say uh, rest in peace to Roger Mayweather and also rest in peace um to christopher j's grandfather um never met him but i've heard great things about him every time his name is brought up 
Um, rest in peace to him and rest in peace to anyone else who lost a loved one on today. Um, you know, moment of silence and God bless you. Good night. We out of here. And uh, until next time, every Tuesday, the Chew on That Show will be here, 830 to 10. Get at your boy, you dig. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. How did y'all feel about the show tonight? Whew. Love it. Cool. Well, that was the blandest dude I ever heard in my life. Huh? So that was the blandest dude that I ever heard in my life. <laughs> you said you learned some things? Yeah. What'd you learn? That I need to forgive my last relationship in order to move on. Hot dog. How she out here teaching lessons on Grandia? That's crazy. Hot dog. I learned a lot of relationship advice. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around. That's it. Cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm still getting the rust off. So, you know, um, yeah, I'm still getting the rust off. So it was good. I appreciate y'all. Um, yes. Why isn't this allowing me to end? Wow. Yeah. Speaking of, it just happened to be some of the aspects he connected with. I don't know if you, must, you probably don't know who he is. His name is Matt Ryan. Okay.